should not believe that. Hello, this is Melissa Libby, and you are listening to Mom Treading Water. Please note that today's episode could be a trigger for some folks, as well as not be appropriate for younger children. Topics that will be mentioned today are depression, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts. When my son was born, I decided to leave my career and become a stay-at-home mom. Now this year, both children, Jackson who was six and Michaela who was four, will be going to school. And the big magic question I keep getting asked, what am I going to do? But before we get into that, if you are new to Mom Treading Water, welcome. Hope you find value in this episode. If you're returning, thank you again for sharing your time with me. Please, if you could subscribe and share with family and friends. And also, don't forget, we do have a Facebook group, Mom Treading Water. Mom Treading Water can also now be found on TikTok, as well as YouTube Shorts. All right, let's get into it. Whether you are a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home parent, you work full-time out of the home, you work part-time out of the home. If you're going to school, no matter what, being a parent can definitely be a tough gig. No matter how much you love it or how fulfilling it can be. To say that one group has it tougher than another is not fair. And today, I am just speaking on my own experiences as a stay-at-home mom and why I made those choices. When I decided to become a stay-at-home mom, I definitely left a lucrative career, and we were very fortunate to be able to have that option. As we know, definitely everyone does not have that. And there was definitely a trigger moment for me. We started looking at daycares, and we went to one place, and this woman was so intuitive. I was holding Jackson, and she's showing us around, explaining everything. She looked me straight in the eye, and very sincerely, without judgment, she said, you are not ready to do this. And she was completely correct. Later that night, I woke up from my sleep crying. I woke up my husband and I told him she was absolutely correct. I was not ready to make that transition yet. I was not ready to go back to working full time out of the home. I wanted to be home with Jackson. And luckily we were able to make that happen. I definitely feel like I was a little delusional in what that would entail because I was going to be the mama who did all these activities from Pinterest. Everything I made was going to be organic. He was going to be speaking three languages by the time he was four years old. All these unfair expectations I put on myself because I did not realize how hard it was going to be. Some days I am more exhausted at the end of the day compared to when I worked full-time 12, 14 hours a day. So the magic consistent question I keep hearing is what am I going to do? What am I going to do when the kids are at school? And maybe that is not necessarily the correct question to ask, but maybe what am I going to do because I'm going to be freed up to do things I couldn't do before? Or what am I going to do for myself since being a stay-at-home mom is all consuming? And no matter what your situation is as a parent, I think we all feel some guilt because that guilt is so real. As a stay-at-home parent, I know for me, I have always felt guilt for doing 
anything for myself. And I do have a specific episode about that called Stop the Mommy Guilt. I will include that link in the show notes. And as parents, we need to stop feeling a self-inflicted guilt if we choose to have a career or have a job. Or if you're a stay-at-home parent, stop feeling that guilt for doing something for yourself or taking time away from your kids. From parents that I know who work out of the home, it always seems like they feel a guilt that they're gonna miss a milestone. Or as a stay-at-home mom, again, I know that I have felt guilt for spending money on myself or if I'm doing something for myself. So many of those feelings took an extremely scary turn for the worst around 2018. I'm not sure if there was a specific instance or it was just a buildup what triggered this, but I went into a very deep depression. My anxiety went through the roof. I was unbelievably moody. And in the past, I had been diagnosed with depression and anxiety. And by no means am I an expert in mental health, but my understanding is it is very common for people with chronic diseases as well as ADHD to deal with issues of depression and anxiety. But what made this much scarier than in the past is that I was having suicidal thoughts to the point that I knew exactly how I could do it. I thank God every day that my husband was able to identify that something wasn't right. I was sleeping a lot. He'd come home from work and I would go right to bed. Again, I was very testy. It was very difficult for him to have that conversation with me. But luckily, our honest relationship made him say, I don't know how to help you. We need to get help. You need to get help. I love my children and my husband more than anything in the world. So I don't know if I truly would have ever gone through with it. But I am so grateful that he had the courage to have that conversation with me, to be honest because clearly that is not an easy conversation to have, especially with your best friend, your soulmate, the person you love more than anyone in the world. So before I continue on, I would like to provide for you the Suicide Prevention Lifeline number. I will also include this information in the show notes. It's 1-800-273-8255. You can also text them, text Go, G-O, to 741741. You're also able to chat with someone online at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. If it's you that is struggling or someone you love and care about, please contact them to get the guidance that you need because there's no shame in asking or needing help. I'm hoping in the future I will gain the courage to talk about my suicidal thoughts, but right now, I am just not ready to do that. There is no way in the world, no matter what other struggles that have happened during the past few years, would I ever make a different choice about being a stay-at-home mom. It has been an invaluable gift for me, and it was definitely what worked for our family, but all families are not the same. I do think, for just for me, that a lot of my identity was lost. My identity was basically around being a mother and a wife. Anything that I do or did, 
that didn't involve my kids, I had to make sure the kids were all set because that was my primary responsibility. That was my responsibility or is my responsibility as a stay-at-home parent. And luckily, my husband normally does get home earlier in the day. He does not consider himself a babysitter because he's not. He's a parent and it's and his equal responsibility. Luckily, we have a wonderful network of folks who will do whatever they can to help us with the kids. But that is a limited group. And then when we add COVID into the mix, that group became basically non-existent. My husband is definitely not doing anything wrong, but childcare isn't always on his forefront. For example, my husband can make doctor's appointments, dentist appointments, way more easily than I can because he can either go during a lunch break or go on the tail end of work if he needs to help a friend. He usually will check and make sure it's going to work with me, but he can do that way easier than I can. Now, with that said, he does not spend enough time with his friends. I wish he would do it more. But even just social interactions with other adults, with other people, he gets that at work. As a stay-at-home mom, a stay-at-home parent, you have to search for those social interactions. Again, I hate to keep coming back to COVID, but it eliminated a lot of that. I took a yoga class one night a week, and my husband was all in for it. He was extremely encouraging of it, but I would feel guilty if the kids weren't feeling well and I left, or if my husband was tired because he gets up at a little before 4 a.m., or if the kids were just being challenging that day. I would always make sure dinner was ready because I didn't think it was fair to him for me to leave for a yoga class, which is all about maintaining good health. And him have to take on that responsibility. And let me reiterate again, any of that guilt was self-inflicted. My husband has never made me feel guilty about any of that. In my first episode, let me introduce my imperfect self. I talk about needing to have a voice, that my voice was getting lost. But I think it's more than that. It's about having purpose and meaning, using my mind. And as much as I pride myself and feel gratitude to be a good mother and a good wife. I can't be the best at those things. I can't be the best mom. I can't be the best wife without having more, without having an identity that is separate from that. So let's go back to that original question that I have been asked numerous times. What am I going to do when the kids are in school? Um, what am I not going to do when the kids are in school? This list is never ending. I could actually do a whole episode naming my list of all the things that are going to get done, but I'm just going to leave it to the top ones at this point. With flexibility, I'm actually going to be able to make and keep doctor's appointments, dentist appointments. I'm going to be taking a new exercise class, a bar class that I will be able to do during the day so I don't have this guilt feeling of inconveniencing anyone. I'm going to clean those little dirty, dusty corners that get neglected. And I know y'all know what I'm talking about because we all have them. But I think what I'm most excited about is I'm now going to be able to spend more time on mom treading water. Coming up in the next couple of months, I have a few guests lined up and I'm hoping to expand my website, create a Pinterest page for everyone. And as I announced last week, the big announcement is I have decided to start a t-shirt line 
promoting positivity, individuality, and just all around being a good person. With that said, I need your help. I need your help in growing mom treading water. If you could please just take a moment to subscribe, share, and rate. I would greatly appreciate it. Please don't forget to join our Facebook group, Mom Treading Water, and share that with your friends and family as well. And stay tuned because hopefully by mid-September, my store will be up and ready for purchases. Any way you could share that as well, I would greatly appreciate. Thank you for listening to my story today. Thank you for your support. Be kind to yourself and be kind to others. Until next time.